0: we weren't meant for isolation. We're meant for relationship. And so however you've got to do it, whether you make a phone call or whatever, get out and share yourself with other people. You're meant to be given, not just hiding.
1: So... Well, do you have any encouragement or advice for our, our evangelist teams, our team leaders? There, Some of them are just getting ready to make it out there again, but there's lots of restrictions. There are lots of hesitations. Um, what, what would you say to them?
0: Prayer before, yeah. prayer during, and prayer after. If it's not saturated in prayer, if God's not hand's not on it, it's not going to be effective. Welcome to Stories from the Street. I'm Brian. Thanks for joining us today. In this podcast, we interview Father Adam Meyer. Father Adam is a priest for the Diocese of Saginaw, Michigan. He was ordained just a few years ago and has volunteered to be on the front lines for prayer and anointing of the sick during the coronavirus. He's been evangelizing with St. Paul Street Evangelization since his time in seminary. Uh, In this episode, Father Adam speaks about his experience and stories of evangelization during the pandemic and shares his own encouragement for Catholics to continue to share the good news, even in this time of crisis.
1: This is so good to talk to you. After so many years when we first started, Bob and I coached the seminarians and Father Adam, way back when, how long were you at 2 That's like five years ago, seven years ago?
0: Yeah, I'd say, yeah, I think uh, it would have been four or five years ago.
1: Okay. Yeah. And it was your first time doing street evangelization and right now you're as a priest you're, you're evangelizing all over the place and what really caught my eye is during this pandemic father adam is on facebook all the time just sharing the love of god sharing scripture breaking it open and and not in big long things sometimes it's like two minutes or three minutes and just connecting with his parishioners connecting with people you'll um it's such a blessing to have you I think you're the parochial victor at St. Ruth is it no I'm sorry at St. um Holy Apostolate Parish in Ruth Michigan right yes and
0: and St. Isidore over in Parisville okay so okay
1: so so where where is that
0: money (laughs) that's in the thumb that's
1: in the thumb in the thumb thumb. okay it's all in the thumb (laughs) <laughs> that's how it is with michigan you just hold up your hand and you, you know where people people are from right. i have um, other
0: proofs i have other priests that call me a thumb buddy
1: oh there
0: you go. i know it's, whatever
1: but there was another thing you were doing um during the pandemic you and another priest father andy um were selected to be the ones to go to the hospital and pray with people are you still doing that or is, have you returned back to the parish
0: yeah no we're still quarantined i'm in the A rectory right now in Saginaw and I've been here for probably almost three months now. And yeah, we're still servicing the hospital and COVID patients and stuff like that. So it's on call. So whenever they call, we we go. We're only a couple minutes from the hospital right now though.
1: Okay. So the two of you are living in quarantine together.
0: (laughs) God bless Father Andy, he's gotta deal with me.
1: Oh, well that's great. So Bob, do you remember when we had fa- uh, we had Father Andy? I mean Father Adam with us?
2: I don't remember any Father Andy, but Father yeah, definitely Father. <laughs> I'm sorry. Adam. Yeah. So, are you it. are you doing anointing of the sick with these guys in the hospital? What are you doing? Yes.
0: Yes, we're not distributing communion. They don't want us to do that, but just the anointing of the sick. Oh, wow. Oh,
1: that's a blessing.
0: It is. It absolutely is. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm super happy to do it. And a lot of the families are really happy too. They're really just, you know, no one else can come in. They're starting to let families come in. Uh, not so much for the COVID patients, but for other patients, but yeah.
2: So are you, are you doing an anointing for the COVID
0: patients? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. We get suited up goggles n 95 PPE, everything.
2: I think we got a of that that'd be, that'd be great to show the folks
1: yeah. there, there was an article about it yeah I'm not sure if uh, our producer has I'll see if I can send that over to to him um, or maybe I can bring it up but um, yeah that that was that's amazing because so many people are going went to the hospital with COVID and just completely on their own yeah yep. I told my husband if I'm going make sure I'm anointed before I get there because <laughs> once you're there you're on your own oh well, we'll find you we'll find yeah. you
0: Yeah. Thank
2: God. It's so nice to see you guys putting yourself in harm's way. For a long time it was just you just can't do it, you know? Yep.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, no, it's been a big blessing. So
1: Yeah, because you're so young, that's and and is is that what the
0: bishop said? Yeah, that's what he did. He basically said, Is there any young, healthy priests that are willing to go? And I didn't think anything of it. I was like, you know, we need to do this, but I just said, sure. And Next day, he called me up and said, get ready. You're going to go and be quarantined for about three months or, or so. We'll see how long it goes. We're still doing it, though. Yeah. yeah that is so awesome. I
1: didn't, I didn't realize you were still doing it.
2: Yep. So how is it of evangelizing as a priest as opposed to,
0: like, a lay, layperson? Well, we kind of stick out, you know. It's <laughs> 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 you know we, we wear a collar.
1: Yeah. it's, it's, it's like, the bandana. You
0: know, dude, I love my bandana. I'm, ex- I'm happy with, I got a bald head, so I got to cover it up a little bit, but it's, you know, with the collar, it's super easy because you're always, people are always looking to you, always. And so to strike up a conversation about Jesus, it, it's what we do. And I'm so happy to do it. I'm so happy to do it. I love being a billboard for Jesus. I will be Jesus's billboard all day long. I do not care. I don't care what I wear, whatever. But this right here, it helps for us as a priest. Um, evangelizing, you know, it really does kind of look different in, in a sense that, you know, we're, we're really called to train others to go out into mission, right? We don't necessarily, we're not always out doing missions. But you know what? It's a mission going to the grocery store. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know how many people I pray with at the grocery store. It's just, it, it, God, he, he, he always provides. People are always coming. you know, one thing I've really started to do at practice is I pause before I go into the grocery store to acknowledge the presence of God in me. And and I just, I just let it just kind of fall on me. And then I go in and I'm going to talk about this tomorrow in one of the videos, but I ask him to highlight for me people that he wants to speak to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, it, it will be the craziest kind of person, you know, and, but that's, that's fine. I just have to be obedient and just, I don't know what I'm even going to say. I have not a clue, but I will give you the words at that time. He says, that's his promise. And I, I hold to that promise And every time, all I have to do is say, hi, how you doing? Introduce myself, love on them. And then. What you love most always comes up. If you're in love with Jesus Christ, he's going to come up in the
1: conversation. I love that. What you love most will always come out in your conversation. I mean, just think about it, Beth, you know, or, or, or Bob, if you,
0: have, you know, if you're married or whatever, you, you love your spouse so much, you're eventually going to talk about them, right?
1: It's the, it's same, the same thing with truth. That's true. I think that is beautiful.
2: That is great love- that you have that collar. I wish I could get away with wearing that collar. It would make my job so much easier too, as a layperson. But I don't think I can get away with that.
1: Bob,
0: Bob, you can wear a bandana. Yeah, that's true.
1: Bob has a lot of Catholic apparel. He he uh, has his special Catholic shirts yes! and and a couple other things. So he's he's all about that. And it, yep. and it's true. It starts the conversation just by showing up, and yep. people. I think also when people know what you're about and they can, and they, they see the sense they sense the Holy Spirit with you, they're more open to ask a question that maybe they wouldn't ask somebody else or, um, you know, they they can be more vulnerable sometimes, especially if you're a priest.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. And honestly, when that happens, when I feel that, you know, when they, they come up and they, they're vulnerable, you just. You have one ear on the spirit, on, on the Lord, you know, and then one ear, listen here. And I'm constantly asking, you know, what is it that you want me to say here? You know, I don't have the answers. I don't pretend to have the answers, but I do know who does. And so I just have to be faithful to him and trust that he'll give me what that person needs at the moment. So,
1: Great, great. Our producer found this picture of you. We're g- I'm going to put it up there. Let's see if he has it up. Oh, yeah. Here no. you are. There you are in the in the hospitals in Saginaw with your N95. Is that what it's called?
0: Yep, in the PPE. Yep.
1: In the PPE. Yeah. Got the goggles Wonderful. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't bring my bandana that day.
0: <laughs> you know, just being present with our collar, walking through the the hospitals again, it just brings a sense of comfort for them too. So.
1: Well, the priests. I mean, you're a priest of jesus christ he is with you you know all the time in a way that you know just being ordained differently than the rest of us so it is a blessing that's but you good, got, that's good to
0: you lay got you the lady have access to places that we normally don't you know what i'm saying you oh. you can sanctify wherever you're at and we need you to we need that so bad like i'm not going to be able to go to the bar and hang out with joe or whatever and, and I just won't be doing that often, you know? And, and mm-hmm. so, but you can, you know? And, and so, yeah, you have access. That's, so to true. That don't.
1: That's what we teach in our BET, our basic evangelization training. I'll be there in front of a whole group. They'll say like, yeah, well, well father's an evangelist, but, but not, not me. And I'd say, okay, well, how many, I mean, if there's a priest in the room, I'll say, so father, were you at the soccer game? Were you at the right. mall? Yeah. Were you on vacation at the this or at the, you know, I'll ask people what they were doing that weekend or whatever. And they're like, father, were you there? And then he's like, no, I wasn't. And I'm like, guys, it can't be everywhere. Go ahead, Bob. Did you have a, did you want to ask the next question?
2: Yeah. Do you
0: have a favorite evangelization story that you can share with us? Yes, I do. Bob. I do. <laughs> you know, I, I do want to say this, first of all, when I was in training, Bob, you were very, very helpful. And I remember we were um, at one of the colleges And I had an off day and I remember coming to you and being like, man, I don't know what happened, but I just was, I just felt off. And it was so funny what you said. You just said, did you pray your rosary today? And I said, no. And you go, well, that must be it. Oh my gosh. Is it that easy? So thank you, Bob. And I I do keep that in mind, you know, prayer, we need to be praying, especially to the blessed mother, you know, because she's, she's, she's definitely going to be interceding on our behalf and helping us through whatever we're going to, encounter because we never really know and so i just wanted to point that out that was great thank you for that bob I will yeah, always my pleasure for that.
2: the principal the principal agents the holy spirit and then you get his spouse involved it's just an boom opener. boom baby come <laughs> on
1: that's right well you know speaking as a mother i was just saying this to somebody it's like mom the moms want all their chicks in the nest and the Blessed Mother is the same way. She wants everyone, everyone back. Come on. Everyone has to be in heaven with us. And she just wants them all. So she's awesome. she's our great intercessor for that too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't, to be honest, I don't get this big rush, this big emotional high out of praying the rosary. But I notice on the days that I don't pray it, which hasn't happened, it doesn't happen anymore. But like say last year when I wasn't doing it every day, like I should, I just noticed I was less at peace, more likely to sin. And it's just so I just do it. Every day, regardless, regardless of how, you know, how attentive I am or whatever. And I just noticed it's so much better on the days that I do it.
0: Yeah. Thank you for that advice. One of the the stories that I I do want to bring up, I was in Bay City and it was during the 4th of July and I had a crew of people and we were just going around and we had, you know, rosaries and all that stuff, miraculous medals. We had, we had it all, you know, and we went down by the water and there was this pavilion. And there was a bunch of, uh, you know, just rough neck fellas that were drinking some so some adult beverages and (laughs) some some didn't have teeth. Some were wearing like no shirt. Some were just wearing tank top, you name it. It was rough and gruff. And I just felt the Lord say, go there, go there. And so I went there and my team went with me and we just started loving on the people. And I'm telling you the whole, the whole pavilion of people that the, the atmosphere just changed and they all of a sudden I, I was praying with the guy for, uh, you know, to, uh, to, rem- to get cancer gone, to, to pray against the cancer. And then one of my other, uh, teammates were praying for another, we were praying with all the, the whole crew. And then at the end we were about to leave. And one of the guys says, Hey, you think maybe we can pray a Hail Mary? And this wasn't one of my teammates. This was one of the roughneck fellas. And so here we are in this pavilion with at least it must have been around like ten or so, and then uh, and then my the teammates too, and we were all holding hands, praying the Hail Mary, and I mean it's just it was crazy. We left and all these guys, the guys with no shirt and all that stuff, and the beer in their hand or whatever, they had rosaries around their necks and stuff. It was it was great. It was great. So the whole it just shifted the whole atmosphere, um, and it just there. People were crying, you know, because of the, the love that we were showing. And uh, Jesus just invaded it. You know, he wants to be a part of all of it. And we it's our it's our duty to bring him there to, to, you know, make present his love where it's needed.
1: What I love is that you didn't go in with a wagging finger telling people how they should be. No, 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 you know? no, no. It's no. Like wherever you are. Yep. let's come closer and it that i think that's what's so important yeah. um sometimes we can get so so worried about i we can get rigid about things and we have yeah. to make sure that we're, we're, we're always welcoming always bringing them in yeah. um don't yeah, be quick to judge. Because, no don't you don't, don't judge. know
0: because that love. hail
1: mary that hail
0: mary was in the heart of one of those people and it just came out because of the atmosphere of
1: faith. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, that's what one of the that things thing? that's one of the things we've learned most here. First comes love, right? Corregion yes. before catechesis, love before law. Yep. Uh, heart before head, right? And you can't you can't mix them up. You gotta start with the, the heart. Yep. Lead with love.
1: I love that. And I, I love when I can get someone um, when I'm talking with someone and we'll pray and I'll, I'll see them do the sign of the cross. Yeah. And it's like, okay, these, this is one of Mary's, Mary's people, you know? And I will try to pray the Hail Mary with them. And, and sometimes they don't remember or they know part of it and they'll jump in. Um, and I, I, love, I love when I can do that and, and help people to reconnect with Our Lady because the power of even just one Hail Mary on your lips, um, it just, it's so beautiful
0: absolutely
1: yeah. that's how crazy. long yet
2: so how long are you in quarantine for how much longer
0: you know that's the question we have been uh, wondering actually we're, we're we're still trying to figure that out um as long as they need us but we're wondering whether or not we can still minister in the hospitals but go to freeland or, or wherever you know and uh you know commu- we're trying to figure out Where's the the happy medium here? You know, maybe because Father Andy's a pastor, you know, he's a pastor of Freeland, oh. St. Agnes. He's got duties and obligations, and I've got new obligations and, and duties coming up too. I'm going to be a chaplain at Saginaw Valley State University and a chaplain at Newville High School. So I'm excited to get you know moving on that too. But right now we're just praying, and uh, if the bishop and others are ready to to move us move us on, then we're open to doing that. But right now, I'm just going to do what he wants me to do and still be yeah. here.
1: Well, there's some health issues with it. you have to be quarantined because you're dealing with COVID and and yep. you have to wait after a certain amount of time before you, you know, I'm sure there's the CDC has guidelines for all of that. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. That's good. Um, so once you, your next, your next place will be at a college, that where yeah. we started with you.
0: how ahead. is it,
1: What kind of a university is it? Is it a um, commuter college or are there dorms? I don't know there's, that much about.
0: There's dorms. Yep. Saginaw Valley State University's, it's pretty big. It's pretty big. I went there when I was, uh, when I was in college. So I'm an alumni. I was an elementary special ed teacher before I went into the seminary. So I graduated from Saginaw Valley State University, and now I'm going back. I'm excited. I used to party, but now I'm going to party for Jesus. There, it's going to be great. Oh, that's Are you guys going to have a team of evangelists there. Is that the plan? Oh, we're going to get that. You better believe it. <laughs> it's going to take a little bit of time, but eventually, I, I do plan on doing that. So,
1: yeah, that that'll be good. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so I was going to say, when things open up, what are you going to do next? But it sounds like that—that's what it is. You aren't going to go back to your parish, were you? Um, how long have you been at the parish, and, and what kind of things did you do there that were evangelization-based?
0: Yeah, you know what? Um, We—it's it, a smaller kind of parish, smaller kind of parish. Um, I, I hope to go back. I would love to say, you know, a goodbye kind of mass. Before July starts, so that's my hope. I want to get back there and do that. But uh, different things, evangelization wise. You know, right when the the quarantine be- began, oh, well, when coronavirus was coming and it was just it was starting to shut things down, the priest that I'm with, the pastor that's above me, his name is Father Christopher Coleman. He had said, "Well, let's do a Eucharistic procession through mm. town." Oh, it was wow. so cool! <laughs> it was it was so great. We li- it was so cold though, too. Oh man. So that was, was February. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was freezing oh, cold. We had everything on, man. I'm talking, we had just everything. All I had my, my elb and everything. I brought uh, a thurible. And so we had smoke, we had incense and everything. And, and then he had Jesus in the monstrance. And we just processed through that town. It was so cool. Stop in traffic. We decided we're not going on the sidewalk. We're going right down the center of the street. Isn't that awesome? That's crazy, man. I love it. I'm going to tell you right now, though, Bob, Ruth is a small town. So we were able to do it there. And it's it's a pretty Catholic town. So we had people stop. We had some people join us. Come on. and People drop into their knees? Yes. Yes. Yep. We had a group that came with us. Because we went to uh, each end of town, we did a crucifix, kind of a cross sign, and we went to the, probably about a half a mile outside of town and then turned back around. But each side we blessed as if blessing the whole world, right? Beautiful. And then we got the end, at the end, we went right to the center and he did all four sides. Traffic was like, it was the busiest at that time, too. So I was really excited. I was on my knees. P- some other people were on their knees and it was just, it was beautiful. So, any footage of that or pictures? Uh, you know what? There's, I saw one guy taking pictures, but I mean, I was busy with the incense stuff. Sure. He had, you know, mm-hmm. and Father Christopher is probably not big with the the, fa- the the camera stuff. And, you know, we, that's not, wasn't the purpose, but uh, yeah. But, It was so much fun. That's so so powerful. Right down the middle of the street. I can't imagine. I would love to just see it. I'm (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, man, Jesus was all up and down those streets. People knew it. They knew it, man. They could feel his presence. And I had this one one young kid, he drove by at least three times. And you could tell he was trying to film. And I'm like, man, don't be filming while you're driving.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Even in Ruth, even in the small city, don't be doing that. That's right. That's right. So it you know, was beautiful. So that's great. And I, I'm, I'm hearing you speak and just the love of God, love of Jesus, just exuding out. Is this just your natural temperament? Is this why you, you're you a good evangelist? Or, you know, is can, can other people that aren't quite so excited about you, aren't quite so such an extrovert, do you think they can evangelize too?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, without a doubt. And you're going to reach so many more that this crazy little extrovert can right? Okay, so like, yeah, I mean, it helps to have like an outgoing personality, but it's all, it, it, it has to come from relationship with Christ. It has to come from that burning passion and love within your heart for Jesus Christ, all evangelization. And you don't have to do big event things like going down the road with the procession with Jesus and everything. You don't have to do little things, little things at work and in your, in your home with your kids and stuff like that, your immediate family, you can do it with them. And I don't know, it doesn't have to be these big extravagant kind of uh, things. So it can be little.
1: You, You mentioned the grocery store.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anytime in the grocery store, I'm telling you, there's people that need, they want prayer. They want prayer. And so little things like that, just being kind to someone and uh, sparking conversation. Just be friendly. And eventually, you'll get into conversation and Jesus will come up. Yeah. It's so funny because every time a priest goes to get his hair cut or something like that, like if we're maybe if we're not wearing our collar or whatever, anytime we go to the barber, that's huge evangelization. They're all because they're stuck. They got to listen to you. You know
2: and you are too
0: yeah exactly yeah
2: yeah so that's well, great I've, always, I've had i've had plenty of good conversations at the barber so yep. yeah we call those we call those divine appointments at the grocery store the barber whenever you're doing the the regular
0: things you just say that prayer don't forget the prayer yep that's it right before pray and
1: yep yeah so yeah i i like that um one of the things that said in the article about uh, about you being at the hospital he said Uh, Funny how the Lord would rather do something through you than for you.
0: It's true. Yeah. I mean, we think about our prayer life. We're always asking God to do something for us. We're always saying, Lord, help the poor, help this. And, but God's like, you, you do it. (laughs) You can do it. I get, that's why you're here. That's your, I mean, so I, I, I've changed my prayer. You know, my prayer is a lot of like, how are you calling me into this? In what in, in what creative ways are you asking me to do this? You know, and so change your prayer and involve you in it. You know, instead of just putting it on God. You know, yeah. right.
2: Lord, use me to help the poor. Exactly. Lord, use me to bring someone to you. Instead of from Lord the beginning,
0: yep. From the beginning of time, God chose to co-labor with you and me to bring about His kingdom here on earth. And so that's what we're called to do is to co-labor with him, not just tell him to do it.
2: Yeah. That's why St. Paul says, and I've saved some. He can use that language because he yep. used, saved somebody through you. And you can say, you can take ownership of that too. It's unbelievable. Yep. The dignity, yep.
0: right? Yeah. The honor, the honor that we get a chance to do that. Yeah.
1: I like that. And I know um, Bob always is reminding us that it is our, not just our privilege, but it's our duty to evangelize you know we can't keep it with us we keep it with inside us and just leave it there it, it, it has to it has to come out it has to spread and whether it's a divine appointment or a big event I, I think evangelizing and allowing the holy spirit to lead because i think most of well i don't know if most but a lot of the ones that i saw of your videos started with like the lord put this on my heart yes. to, to tell you And that requires listening Mm -hmm. and the boldness to share.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You definitely got to pray for the boldness to share it too, you know, but a lot of times it, it, it builds up in you and you, you, you just, you have to, you know, you just can't help but but do it. Um, Lately I've been, you know, we don't, we're not always busy here right now. It's we get, we're on call. And so there's a lot of idle time and, and priests need to be ministering, even during this time. That is a necessity. That's what you've been created to do. And, and, and not just priests, all of us. We need to be ministering during this time. We right. can't just sit inside and do nothing. There's something that God is calling you into right now. And I got really bored one day, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to paint on this, this big sign, Drive Through prayer. And I don't know if you saw that at all. I'm gonna, we're gonna go off. We're gonna get up, and I'm gonna take you to it. I've seen that
1: on your. Uh, it was no, on your you need website.
0: to see this. This is this, this is, is how uh, this
1: is how it works when you when you're watching Facebook Live with Father. Walks through.
0: Oh. Here we
1: go. Drive you through and look
0: at all the. Bob, I got a bandana for you, Bob.
2: I'm gonna. I want one.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, did anyone so- drive through? Yes. Yep. Actually, I was just out there today. And um, yep, I had a couple people. But you know, what's really neat is my philosophy is to have fun, worship Jesus, and invite people into that. So when I go out to the street, just right out my parking lot right here, I basically bring my music to and I, I plan on this, I plan on worshiping Jesus. I bring my sign and and I do invite others if you want to join in. And then when they stop or they come through, I'll ask, you know, is there anything I could pray for for you? Because they've seen the sign. Of course, you can assume that they want prayer. And I have my music going and, and it's just a time of beautiful worship. And so I would encourage all of us to to begin to worship Jesus, to do whatever you're doing prayer wise. Do it and bring people into it, you know, have fun and bring people into it. And so that's what I'm trying to do is, is to make it fun, uh, to praise Jesus, to give him honor to, you know, and then invite people into it. Yeah. That joy is ultimately
2: the most attractive thing, right? Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: But Very, then the last, <laughs> the last, they always ask, you know, what's the joy, what's the source of the joy? It's because I know that I am deeply loved by Jesus Christ. I'm yeah. so deeply loved by him that I, I want others to experience that. And I'm willing to sacrifice being a little silly to do it. You know, yeah. that's the truth. So this time of pandemic, you know, most people would be like, oh, this
2: is a time we got to be more solemn and more serious. You're going the other way. You're saying, no, I'm praising God in the worst yep. of circumstances.
0: I love to do praise. I love praise and worship. And I love to dance. I love to dance. So like I go out and I'm like, I'm going to do it for Jesus. And if people are drawn to it, great. Cause then I have an opportunity to say, Hey, this is, this is why I'm doing it because of Jesus. Yeah. Are they like, are you a real priest singing out here and dancing yeah. like this? Yo, pray for me on that because I got a lot of people hating. They're just like, they do, they do not like it. They're like, you're not even acting like a priest. I'm like, how's we're supposed to act? Yeah. Right. I just, I'm just trying to be myself for Jesus. I love Him, and I don't care if I act a little silly. That's right. You
2: be a fool for Christ. You're
0: not in maintenance mode. You're out in mission mode. That's right. I, I that's think right.
1: there was. I think there was a a shepherd king that was the same way.
0: Come on, David. <laughs> right. Second, Samuel, <laughs> Second the the Ark. Samuel,
1: And and there was a, he had a couple family members that weren't too excited about it either. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so. Yeah. you you, well, you need to attract you need to attract people and and also there's a sense that there is so much sadness right now and so many people are in isolation and and isolation is, is not good you know um when you uh, when it's you it's too lonely so to see that to see the joy um, it just reminds us that that it, there's more to it than what we're just feeling right now it We're closed in so many times and it opens us up to what God has for us.
0: Yeah. We weren't meant for isolation. We're meant for relationship. And so however you've got to do it, whether you make a phone call or whatever, get out and share yourself with other people. You're meant to be given, not just, you know, hiding. So.
1: Yeah. And even in the sadness or that like today I'm really having a rough day and I would call one of my girlfriends and just like talk it through. And it just like your burden is lessened when you, when you're, when you're able to share it and you know, it's just, that's what we're made for. You're right. You're right. Well, do you have any last minute, um, you know, encouragement or advice? And you just said a few things here for our, our evangelist teams, our team leaders. There there. some of them are just getting ready to maybe get out there again. But there's lots of restrictions. There are lots of hesitations. Um, what, what would you say to them?
0: Prayer before, yeah. prayer during, and prayer after. If it's not saturated in prayer, if God's not hand's not on it, it's not going to be effective. So prayer for sure. Find out what it is you enjoy doing, offer that to Jesus and then invite others into it. I okay. So I just love. invite people into the joy of giving God what you love to do. You know, I love, I love to sing and dance. I'm not even good at singing, but I like to do it now I thought I'd have to sing for Jesus. Cause I know it pleases him, you know, it delights his ears. And so, Find out what wow. you like to do and draw people into it. Offer it all to the Lord and saturate that's it in prayer.
2: Cool. Use your gifts and be
0: joyful doing it. That's all, that's what I that's what I'm hearing. Yeah,
1: yes. Yeah. So let the let the Holy
0: Spirit lead. One more. Guess one more thing. Yep. It's not just about your gifts. You have to challenge yourself to go outside because you'll never see God's miraculous provision if you don't challenge yourself to do things that you're not good at too.
1: Mm. Oh.
0: Your ministry doesn't just end with your gifts because God has to, you know, he has to come in when we're, where we're weak. So I challenge you too to go where you're not gifted because that gives God an opportunity to come in and blast you with grace. Go outside your comfort zone. Did you know it's
1: not you? I'm go ahead, Bob. Go ahead. What'd you say?
2: I said, go outside your comfort zone, pick up your cross. And yes. Bless the blessings flow. I love
1: it. Yes, yes. That's great. Um, Bob, did you have anything else for our listeners before we go?
2: No, I think that was great.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Father Adam, can you bless us and all the listeners? Could you do our um, final blessing?
0: Sure, sure. I don't know if I can bless through the phone, but I'll do it anyways. All right. So (laughs) in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. amen. Good and loving Father, Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the gift of our life we thank you for the, the air in our lungs that we get to to breathe it out all for you everything that we do lord we give it to you we ask that that love in, in the listeners hearts right now that that fire in their heart that that be magnified that they, that grow even more to a point where they're like jeremiah like it's a burning in my bones i can't help but share the word of god with other people bless them lord give them courage in all that they do as they go and evangelize, as they go to proclaim the good news. Let them not so much think about their own gifts, but think about your gifts, your provision, and all that you have, all the grace available, so that they go out with confidence and love. And we make this prayer through Jesus, who is Lord, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And through the immaculate heart of Mary, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Father. Thank you all for watching today. And if you want to get involved in evangelization, streetevangelization.com. Click get involved. You can join a team. You can start a team. You can learn how to evangelize or you can support us in our mission. Financial support is always a welcome. So <laughs> get involved and get evangelizing. God bless everybody. Thank you. Bless you.